This episode of the Colton Culture Podcast is presented by Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source of premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle and Portland shops, you'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. Real people offering real service. Use code ColtCulture10 to get 10% off at www.thunderroadguitars.com. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can now get an additional 30% off if you go to distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. That's distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. Or you can get it in the App Store. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now, on sale, and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Colton Culture listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10. F-R-E-T-1-0, that's code FRET10 at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Colton Culture with Justin Pearson. We're here with Luke Henshaw of Planet B, First Power Crew, Sonido de la Frontera, and Penguin Studio. We're here to talk about the inner workings of the sounds that he creates. People have always asked me how I got my sound, which was described as, you know, dirty, nitty gritty, heavy and dark. And I've always lied to them until now. Early on, my buddy Disco Rick and I, we would get up every every weekend and head over to the swap meet to find records, and usually Kobe's, and you would see the same thing weekend after weekend. You would see the beat makers, producers, DJs, all fighting over the same records, you know, and they were usually the funk records and the soul records, records where pretty much they were all searching for the ultimate breakbeat. And they'd be paying 10, 15, 20 dollars just for something like James Brown's funky drummer so they can get that drum break, loop it, and call it theirs. So instead of competing with them, we took a whole nother route, a much cheaper route, and we would find people selling records, usually they were all garbage, to others. And they would be selling records for 25 cents. So for $10, you'd come home with 40 records. But these records all came with cracks and pops and broken in half sometimes. Most of the time it was a whole different record from what the jacket said. And so I utilized those cracks and pops into my sound. It didn't matter if it was a country record, a little kid's story record, or whatever. We got it, sampled it, and half the time we'd throw it back in the trash. One technique I used when sampling was I would get the stereo cables from the mixer to the actual sampler, and I would just do you know, weird stuff like I would get a thumbtack and stick it in either the left or the right cable. And sometimes, you know, the left and right would just pop in and out or you would get these weird little glitchy sounds. So I would just sit around and mess with the cables and, you know, cut them, slice them. And just to get weird sounds that no one else would be able to get. 
I also used to take a portable recorder with me and just record sounds, you know, inside, outside the house that I could layer over my beats. I would record me slamming washer and dryer doors just so I can get a bigger kick. I used to take my son to the playground and I would record me thumping the slide and it would just get this big boom sound and I would layer it over a kick, run a stick through a chain link fence, just stuff like that so I knew no one else knew how I was getting my sound. That was Colton Culture with Justin Pearson. (laughs) 